Hello, everyone. I am Matthew Thomas from Super Cool Radio, and I have a very special guest with me at this time. He is James Todd, the lead vocalist of Canadian hard rock band Abandoned Souls, our second ever guest from Canada. Thank you so much, James, for hanging out with me. Awesome, man. Thanks. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Second from Canada. Eh? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I want to start with a very fun question. If you were stuck on an island and you could only listen to one band, but you could listen to a whole discography, who would you listen to? Oh, that's pretty easy, but it could be a trick question. I mean, my favorite band by far is Alter Bridge. But what what if I what if I said Mark Tremonti as an artist? So then maybe I could hear all the Alter Bridge stuff plus all the Tremonti solo stuff, right? Because he's and in Creed. both bands. <laughs> and Creed, yeah, yeah, I like Creed for sure. That's a whole I, lot of listening if you're stranded. <laughs> well, since I'm the judge of this, I I will accept that. I like that. I dude, I love Alter Bridge too, man. I got to see him for the first time live earlier this year. Nice. They were phenomenal. Oh yeah, definitely. I've seen them like three times and still not enough. I mean, I saw them on the very first tour, like the first record. They were playing a festival about an hour from where we live and that was the first time I saw them and it was just fantastic. Miles is like my ultimate hero for singers. He's a very underrated singer and guitarist too. I mean, I mean yeah, Mark Tremonti, but still like Miles Kelly, very underrated. Oh, he's a phenomenal guitar player too. Yeah, that's what I like about them. Their guitar styles are so contrasting, but they work so well together, right? The sound they make and like, you know, some songs sound more heavier than they like. They hit you with an acoustic song. Like they can pretty much do any style of like, of like rock music and they would kill it. The thing I love about Alter Bridge, and that's the, they, they are the thing that I love about music in general, is their music covers everything. Like you said, it's like heavy, heavy to soft. It, it, it's a range of emotion that you can get from their music. And that's what we try to do. We try to, you know, go for a range of emotion because that's what music is. It's supposed to make you feel something, right? And, uh, you know, I love hard music, heavy, heavy music, but you don't need to listen to that all the time. You know, I have more emotions than just just that angst, and you know. <laughs> now you made some very good points. You know, music is—it's about feeling emotions, and to do that, like way like you guys do, like you know, a lot of bands do it, is you got to vary the emotions. It can't just be one set. I want to be angry all the time. Well, if yeah. it works for a little bit, but then you have to change it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There are some bands that are angry all the time, and that's fine if that's what they want to do. That's what music is. It's to, it's an outlet to do whatever it is that you feel. What I feel, it's a range of different things on any given day. So we try to capture that in the music that we do. So Yes, and I kind of want to really start at the beginning, especially for you. I'm very curious. When did you know you wanted to become a musician and be part of a band? Uh, well, I started playing piano when I was like in grade one my parents put me in piano in grade one and of course i hated it at the time but in <laughs> retrospect that's where i learned everything about music all those years i spent playing piano so but as far as being in a band i don't think i really got to the point where i wanted to actually play in a band until high school that's where it kind of that's where i started getting into the heavy rock stuff and i was but then i had gone through learning piano as a kid to taking guitar lessons for a little while and scrapped that fairly quickly. And I got into drums in grade seven and I played drums all through high school. That's, that, was, that was my first experience with bands was playing drums. 
But I had nowhere to keep my drums after high school, so I still wanted to keep playing in bands. So I thought, well, okay, sell the drums, and what do I do now? Go to the music store, look on the wall. Oh, okay, bass player wanted. Okay, I'll play bass. So I played bass, and and that's why I say when I learned piano, that can translate to a lot of different instruments, right? I knew music, so I picked up the bass and practiced, practiced, and joined a band, went on the road. And I played bass for years after that. Even in this band, in Abandoned Souls, I was the bass player to start. So like the first three albums, I played bass. I didn't start singing lead until the third album. We went through a couple of singers. And then we were looking for a new singer and had all this music we'd written and partly recorded. And we're like, we're not finding anybody we like. So I had some ideas. I demoed them for the guys to hear. And they're like, wow, that sounds great, man. Why don't you just sing? I never really thought about doing that. And I thought, well, okay, I'd like to, we're not finding anything. So let's let's try it. And here we are today, years later, I'm still singing. <laughs> not so, playing bass anymore, but still singing. Yeah, actually, I, I didn't know that actually um, you started with like drums and bass and, you know, obviously piano when you're, you're a lot younger. So how was it like making the transition to becoming a lead vocalist for Abandoned Souls? Um, well, the first album I sang uh, lead vocals on was Damned If You Don't. And that was back in, jeez. The 2014? Yeah, that sounds about right, yeah. But I was still playing bass and singing for that album, and we played live that way. And then the next album, Insightful Minds at Ease, I played bass again and sang, and it was while we were touring and playing on that album, I started to think, I just want to really, really focus on singing. I love playing bass, but there was things I wanted to do vocally that I was maybe like simplifying the bass part to try and do what I wanted to do vocally or, you know, not doing vocally what I wanted to do because I had to play this bass part. So I thought, well, let me just focus on singing and we'll get a bass player. And luckily we had a really good friend of ours that stepped in and played bass with us for a couple of years. And then we, he was out from out of town. So it was kind of not really the greatest setup for us to create and to move forward as a band. Cause we like to do everything as a band when it comes to writing and everything. So and we finally hooked up with our current bass player who we'd known for years. We'd known him for over a decade, Regan. He came in and fit in seamlessly and it's been full speed ahead ever since. That is very cool. I really like, you know, just the way you kind of transition just to, you know, becoming the lead vocalist, but also finding the bass player that like you guys came together as a whole then. And how how did you guys how did your current lineup come together? I know you, you got your bass player somewhat recently. But um, how did everyone else come together? Like, how did Abandoned Souls form? Well, Regan's been with us now for probably about three years, but the band itself formed myself, Tom, and Derek were all original members, and we formed back, I guess it would have been around mid-2004 we started forming this band. We've been around a while. Like, this December will be the 15-year anniversary of our very first album. So we've been doing this a while, and we're just gluttons for punishment i guess just <laughs> we just love creating music so you know we just keep doing what we love doing but yeah we recorded our first album i guess it would have been in 2005 sometime and it was released december of 2005 and then that was with our first singer and then we changed to another singer for the second album and then the second album brought another change <laughs> we've been through a few drummers you know a few singers but Hey, we we just keep moving forward because we love what we do and we love creating music and the three of us are still together and Regan's, like I said, fit in perfectly and it's just, it's been great the last few years. Yeah, and uh, how'd you come up with the name Abandoned Souls? It's very a very cool name in my opinion. Well, thank you. Uh, 
any band when you're starting like i mean you know through high school you start bands and some of the names you come up with are pretty stupid in high school <laughs> but uh <laughs> we wanted to have a name that kind of reflected us and just you know said something and meant something to us and it was not an easy task we threw around a whole bunch of names whole bunch of names and finally we came up with this abandoned souls one we thought well yeah that's pretty cool what does it mean it's kind of in reference to going back to the high school thing you know i was the long-haired rocker kid in high school and that was in my school anyway i went to a catholic school that wasn't really the norm <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of stood out you know and there was not a lot of guys like me there's a few that i found that liked the same kind of music and that's what you gravitate towards people that have common interests common likes of music so it's kind of in reference to like kind of feeling like the outcast or the the abandoned soul uh, as it will <laughs> Yeah, I, I really like it. it resonated with me. I, I feel like, you know, the, the outcast and the band and soul, especially like going, you know, I went to a Catholic school as well. So you kind of you kind of feel that. But um, yeah, I, I really like it. And uh, you guys recently released a brand new single entitled Blinding Darkness, which yes. I thoroughly enjoyed, man. It was it was hard hitting and I loved it. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. How was the recording the new single? Well, uh, we started the same as we normally would, and we got like the drums and the bass recorded, and then boom, everything shut down. Virus crap happened, and uh, we were we'd already demoed like a whole bunch of songs, and we were just starting to write another EP or record, whatever it was going to turn out to be. We just started tracking "Blinding Darkness," and everything shut down. And we're like, okay, well, what, what do we do now? Like for several weeks, we all just kind of stayed at home listen to the news and say okay what what the hell what, what do we do what does anybody do what what happens now what's next <laughs> and we thought well we got to get this damn song done so i the studio that we record in is my studio so the drums were done bass was done so i sent everything over to derek's place he tracked all his guitar at his place through his kemper sent me the tracks back i did all the vocals here i reamped all his guitar through his amp that's here where we rehearse so I just took like his direct guitar tracks and just like plugging in a guitar, plugged it into his amp, mic'd it, recorded it, did all my vocals and boom, there we are. We finished the song and thought, all right, well, let's release it now. It's at least it's one song that's done that we can put out there. And, you know, we're anxious to get back to working on the rest of the stuff. And we're, we've kind of discussed a plan to move ahead to do that. It's just, it's tough because this studio is great for us, but it's not like a huge studio where there's tons of space. We can all fit comfortably in the room to rehearse and record, but it's about 14 feet by 18 feet. So, you know, we all live separately and are around other people. It's just to be in a room that size together, it's still kind of close for comfort. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, obviously have to take, you know, take into account everyone's safety when you're doing this stuff. I think it's very cool that you're able to, you know, still get this song done, you know, even if it was just, um digitally you know you guys sending each other tracks and you're recording you know tracking and recording everything i thought that was very cool like you still got it done even with everything going on oh yeah we got it done and we're really happy with how it turned out it sounds great in my opinion is taking for what it is because we recorded it but it's the best it's the best sounding song we've recorded to date and i mean that was one cool thing about being shut in for a couple of months here at the beginning of this is I just hunkered down and just started mixing all kinds of different songs. I would download tracks and work on mixing and work on improving my skills as an engineer and as a producer. That paid off pretty huge when it came time to release this song. Yeah, I, I really like that. Like, even though 
you're not like doing anything for the band. You're still bettering yourself even with this whole shutdown going on. I think that's what people should be doing if they can't do, you know, what they normally do. At least they can better themselves. Yeah, I think that's the key. If you're in that kind of situation, you got to find something that you're going to enjoy doing, whether it's just a hobby or if it's just something you're trying to do as a business, whatever it is, just find something and try to, like you said, make yourself better at it. Exactly. And I I really like how Blinding Darkness sounds. I think it sounds extremely professional and you can just hear everything. It's very well mixed, in my opinion. Oh, thanks, man. It's pretty, uh, pretty good song to have out at this time because the messaging behind it, it i wrote those lyrics after my mom passed away so it was kind of kind of a dark period of time in my life and right now there's a lot of people going through a lot of dark shit you know it's, it's not a normal time people are dealing with a lot so i mean yeah it was the lyrics are about what i went through after my mom passed but it's can be applied to anybody that's in a tough situation dealing with stuff that's you know dark and hard to deal with you know a lot of our stuff has very dark subject matter but with a positive outlook or spin to it you know there's a lot of stuff that you deal with in life that's adverse and dark but if you you gotta always try to find the light in the or the positive in everything to move forward and to just live your best life right exactly i couldn't say it any better myself now we all go through dark times especially when you know dark events happen but you always have to look for the positive and you have to look for the positive spin on stuff because you can't just surround yourself in darkness all the time. That's right. And that's what's great about music. It's a great way to escape the darkness or to escape and just, you know, it's therapy, man. Music is therapy. It's got me through a whole lot of shit in my life, you know, Alter Bridge, especially coming back to them. A lot of their songs, man, is so powerful. That's what I love about music, man. It's always there for you and it always can help you get through whatever you got to get through. Yes, I mean, anyone who's listening to music, they probably they have at least a song or an album or a band that they really connected to in their darkest times and it's really helped them. I know, especially for me as well, that's why we, you know, as you said, why we listen to music is just to escape everything, like just escape the whole world around you. Let me focus on this song and, you know, focus on my life kind of thing. Oh, yeah, you can listen to a song that you first heard, like, back in high school and you haven't heard it for years and years and years and then you hear it like on the satellite or on the radio and you're instantly back to where you heard that song in high school and brings back those memories and stuff music's a powerful thing man that's what i love it's a very powerful tool especially when you're just listening to either enjoy or to forget about things it's a very powerful tool yeah and it transcends boundaries like (laughs) all over the world like a a canadian band can put out a song like blinding darkness somebody over in japan or europe can hear it and relate you know they may not even speak the language but that song will still make them feel something a very well point especially nowadays with our you know the internet and everything that you could put out a song as you said in one country and someone else can relate to it in a completely different country i mean that's just so great you know, everything that we have right now that people can connect without actually physically either seeing you guys live or or meeting you, they can still connect with you. Yeah, definitely, yeah. So I know we're talking about a lot of music, and I always ask my guests this question. I'm always very curious. Outside of your band, what music have you been listening to this week? Uh, oddly enough, Walter Bridge, of course. It's I always got CDs in the car of that. I listen to Sirius Satellite quite often, but sometimes when I got to drive the other car, it doesn't have it so i got cds in that car but uh i've been listening a bit to uh the new uh, seven dust i haven't got 
right into it enough yet. I just started to dip my foot into the new Seven Dust album, and uh, I'm loving what I hear so far. They're one of my favorite bands, too. Love them. But yeah, that's the kind of stuff I gravitate to. I, I listen to all kinds of different stuff, but I mean, that kind of stuff is the stuff that really, that that's what I hold close to me. Yeah, dude, I actually got to see, uh, you know, all, as I said, Alter Bridge, but I also got to see Clint Lowry open for Alter Bridge at that oh, show. Oh, nice. Killer. He is a phenomenal guitarist. Like, oh, yeah, definitely. Another underrated guy. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, you know, Seven Dust, Alter Bridge, like bands <laughs> producing great albums. Uh, yeah, this week I've been listening to uh, Alice Cooper, getting ready for, you know, obviously you know, all things nice. Halloween. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, There's no, uh, that, better, no better music to listen to at this time of year than Alice Cooper. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I listen to it all year round, but especially around like October, November, you should yeah. be listening to a little bit of Alice Cooper. Yeah. And then uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Heaven Below. Uh, I just uh, started listening to them a few like like a week ago, and uh, they're a great hard rock band. Nice. Yeah, our bass player started up a playlist on Spotify, and I think it's on Apple Music now too. It's called the Rock Coalition playlist, and it features a lot of our music, but a lot of bands like us from all over the world that people would not have heard of on a large scale just indie bands and it's it's killer playlist you should check it out a lot of really good bands on there yeah i will definitely do that and if anyone else wants to listen to some great abandoned souls and all the other great music they uh they like and listen to check them out check that playlist out on spotify as well and thank you so much james for hanging out with me second ever guest from canada lead vocalist of abandoned souls james todd I got one more thing before we go. I know 2020 has been a year, to say the least. What are Abandoned Souls' future plans for the rest of this year and into 2021? Well, the rest of this year, we like I said, I, we want to get back to finishing this music we were working on before the pandemic hit. Um, so that's our first priority. And we've got a few things that have come up that we might try to see if we can do. They're virtual like festivals where we would record ourselves playing, you know, a half-hour set. We're looking into the, how we could go about possibly doing that. Yeah, I mean, our main focus is going to be just trying to get the rest of this stuff recorded, and hopefully 2021 we can get back out there with some more new music and actually play live again. I mean, I'm not too interested in going to play right now in this environment and taking the risk and just, I don't know, not something we really want to do. Right before the pandemic, we took time off from playing live to start recording. So it was great. We didn't cancel any shows because of it, because we'd already stopped the shows to get into the studio. But then, you know, here we are. It's definitely, uh, definitely been different. Um, obviously, you know, live shows, obviously not, you know, not really going on. And, and it's kind it's of, not good the, it's not the kind of show that I would want to do. That's not, that's not, a sh you know, just to go and play, just to play in front of a few people behind some barriers. Like, it's just not a rock show. It's not a show. It's, it's, it's a different version of what used to be that will be again someday, hopefully sooner than later. But once we can get back to that, then we're all in. But until then, not going to go for these hybrid situations that are trying to happen now. All the power to the guys that want to go do that. Go do it. I know there's a lot of bands that have to financially they got to play if they can and you know nothing against that go for it but you know we're not going to take the risk and we don't we don't want to we don't want to do that yeah no it makes perfect sense so hopefully you know as you said live shows will return hopefully sometime soon hoping next year but we'll have to just wait and see what happens it'll happen at some point that's like right said, we'll, we'll just wait <laughs> wait <laughs> right. and write there's gonna be a whole lot of bands with new music <laughs> ready to play like next year <laughs> that's for sure 
Yes, if they use their time wisely, I hope we have a bunch of new music to kick off 2021. I would love it. Yeah, definitely. Just uh, I want to tell all your listeners to go check out our YouTube channel. On uh, You can just go to YouTube and search Abandoned Souls uh, YouTube, and you'll see our new video, all our past videos, and we're trying to build the YouTube channel now. We've only got just over 100 subscribers as of now. But uh, once we got the new studio, that was part of our plan to start putting more content on there and doing stuff from rehearsals and all this kind of stuff. But then again, our, all our plans got curbed. And so we want to start building that YouTube channel. And uh, yeah, if you go subscribe, you're going to see some new content hopefully next year or more often. Well, I'm really looking forward to it. If anyone is on YouTube, please check out Abandoned Souls. They got some great music. Also, as you said, check out their latest music video for Blinding Darkness, some killer stuff, and I'm going to probably guarantee you they got a lot of cool stuff in the works for next year as well. We definitely do. There you go. You heard it directly. Right, thank you so much, James Todd, lead vocalist of Abandoned Souls, for hanging out with me here on Super Cool Radio. Thank you so much. And, of course, I am Matthew Thomas, and thank you for listening.